Hi, friends, and welcome to Believe Like a Boss. I'm your host, Life Coach Nandi Camille. Join me as I teach you how to smash your goals and expand the possibility of your life through mindset management, spiritual alignment, and authentic action. I'll teach you how to create what I like to call a life of thrive with ease and authenticity. It's time to play with what's possible. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode. I am your host, life coach, Nandi Camille, and I am so grateful to have you back for another episode, my friends. This week, if you can hear, I'm still a little bit stuffy, and so I'm taking this cue, my friends. My body's been under the weather for a little bit longer than I'm used to, so I'm taking this cue to rest, to put some things down. With that, this is going to be the last episode of season four. We will be back, but we're going to take a break at the end of this episode just to rest my body. I also feel like there's a lot of change going on internally. Some things that were working before aren't working anymore. I'm wanting to shift some things in my business. I'm wanting to shift some things in my relationships and how I'm showing up in the world. I'm really feeling called in this season. It's been a lot of fun, honestly, towards my friendships, my relationships, towards um, play and exploration again. I feel like when I first moved to Colorado, that was 100% the case. I wanted to explore. I had just met Tyler. We were dating and I was just in this adventure phase and then I felt really drawn to blogging and then to business and now it's not that I'm no longer drawn to business it's just that I'm feeling more drawn towards nurturing my my relationships because honestly and I'm so blessed to say this my business is now in a place where it's steady it feels comfortable but now it's like okay what do I want what's the next chapter of my business so I want to take some time to do that I'm also in a new chapter where I've mentioned it a few times I've taken on a new position where I am the head of school for two local child care centers in the Denver metro area. I now have 36 staff members. It's a really cool new chapter of my life that I'm excited to explore. And with that, the idea of blogging has been coming up. So as you can see, I'm sifting, I'm sorting, I'm having a lot of fun with it, but I'm not going to lie. It's also been really uncomfortable, my friends. It's been very uncomfortable because what I've been doing has been working for a very long time. And now, like I just said, some of the things that were working before just aren't feeling the way that they used to feel. And what I try to do in those seasons is pause and really start to investigate, okay, well, if it's not this, what is it now? Um, I think as we get older, it becomes harder to do that. I think kids are really good at bouncing from thing to thing. They love karate for two weeks and then they genuinely are done with it. They don't love it anymore and they're drawn towards swimming or soccer or whatever it is. And I think that kids are really good at listening to their compass until they land on that thing that they love. And then you, you see kids just excel in that thing. And I think when we become adults, when we've excelled in one thing for so long or we've done things a certain way, it can feel weird to try something else on. What's wrong with me? Why don't I like this thing anymore? Am I giving up? Am I a giver-upper? And it's not that. It's that we're, we truly, and again, always take what sticks to you, leave the rest on this podcast. But I believe that we are made to change and not in a way that I think it ever abandons everything we've learned, but in the way that we get to take the things we've learned along the way into whatever that next chapter is. And so that's how it feels for me right now. The next chapter feels a little bit unknown, but still very exciting. Um, and so 
that's where I'm at, my friends, and I'm really excited about it. So thank you for being on this journey with me. I'm excited for this last episode in season four. What I wanted to focus on was a book that I recently read um, that I will listen to. Um, I listen on Audible. I love Audible, though I recently got a Kindle, and I'm so excited about my Kindle, y'all. I am reading more than I used to. I'm enjoying it more. I'm reaching for my Kindle now. I had the Kindle app on my phone, which is fabulous, but I get distracted on my phone. So I went ahead and I finally got a Kindle and I'm so happy about it. One of the books that I recently listened to on Audible though is The Gap and the Gain. It's by uh, Dan Sullivan and Dr. Benjamin P. Hardy fantastic book. Highly recommend it. I really enjoyed it. And that's what I wanted to focus on for this episode. I've really been enjoying a lot of books. I think I'd like to do, um, this again, this is with the sifting and the sorting. Like, do I want to start a book club? Do I want to start a blog on the books that I'm reading? I'm not sure. I'm just felt really drawn to books, especially lately. And this is one that has really touched my heart, touched my mind, and uh, helped me to refresh the way that I think about some things. So the premise of the book, I'm not going to spoil the whole thing, but I wanted to give you a few quotes, a few key takeaways. And then I have three journal prompts for you at the end of this. Um, So if you don't ever want to read the book, you don't have to. Hopefully we'll give you, well, I don't want to say that. I feel bad when I say that because one day if I'm ever an art, uh, an artist, an author, I would want people to direct people to the book. So I highly recommend that you still go and get the book. I'm not going to do it quite the justice that it needs, but I did want to give some of, like I said, my key takeaways and what I really enjoyed about it. The focus of it is truly what the title says, the gap versus the gain, right? Are you measuring yourself in the gap? Meaning, are you comparing yourself or are you measuring yourself in the gain? Uh, When you hear me talk about this, it's often in a growth or lack mindset, right? Are you thinking about things in a growth mindset where you are thinking about glass half full mentality? Think about it that way, right? Where you're finding the positive, you're finding the lessons, you're comparing yourself to where you were before Or meaning when you think about where you were before, all of the versions of you before from birth, right? How far you've come from not being able to walk to being able to walk, right? Or not being able to do a certain thing and now you can do it, whatever it is. Are you measuring yourself against that or are you measuring yourself in the gap? Measuring yourself against the ideal, measuring yourself against other people. One of the first quotes from um, Dan Sullivan is the way to measure your progress is backward against where you started, not against your ideal. So that's what the book is about, truly, right? Measuring yourself backwards. How far have I come? What have I done so far? What skills have I gained along the way that have gotten me to where I am right now, right? Are you spending time there or are you spending more time in lack? Are you spending more time frustrated about I'm not there yet, but I need to be there, right? Then I can be happy. Once I hit X and I'm successful at Y, then I can relax, right? Are you living in that way or are you living in a way that I am successful and there is still another version of success I'd like to reach, but I'm not going to beat myself up on the way there. Now, I want to pause when I say that I've said this before in the podcast. It is our humanness (laughs) to beat ourselves up on the way because we believe it's going to motivate us. Not all of us. Some of us have learned that we don't have to motivate ourselves through beating ourselves up, but I know that I can catch myself sometimes adding pressure to myself. That's a way of beating ourselves up or telling myself that, again, you can't relax until you do X, Y, and Z, or you're not a, you're not professional, you know, photographer, 
videographer, whatever it is, until you have this many followers, right? Think about the way that you're measuring your success. A lot of the times we do that because we think that we're going to motivate ourselves if we beat ourselves up. But what we all often find, excuse me, is that it's the opposite. That when I'm beating myself up, I, how do you feel? You feel grumpy, you feel anxious, you feel overwhelmed. And then what kind of, what kind of work do you create from that place? right? It's usually this timid worker, this anxious worker you create and you're like, are people even going to buy it? Because you're showing up from that fearful place, right? And so this book really focuses on shifting to how far have you come? What have you done, right? Instead of living in that compare and despair, living in the gain, comparing yourself to where you have been, right? When you do this, you're always winning, The point of this is not to fluff up your ego so that you don't work, right? I think that that's the fear sometimes of like, well, if I'm living in this place where I'm always doing well, then I won't work hard. Check in. What are you using as your motivator? And do you still want to motivate yourself that way? You always have the option. You always have the choice, right? But this is about being motivated by yourself, competing against yourself instead of being fueled by the need to compare yourself to others. There's the next quotes by Dan Sullivan and Ben Hardy. When you're in the gain, you transform your experiences. In the gap, you compare your experiences to others and feel worse off as a result. You don't take ownership of your experiences, but instead you distance yourself emotionally from them, which ends up creating debilitating trauma of varying degrees. Just like let that sink in for a moment. Just by being kinder to yourself, right, you take the pressure off. You allow yourself to work in a way that I would call in alignment. I don't believe that it is an alignment for us to work out of beating ourselves. It just doesn't feel good. And that's when, when I say in alignment, what feels good for you? Does it feel good to beat yourself up on the way? My guess is no. It leaves you feeling small, anxious, which is fearful, right? Versus empowered by all of the things you've already overcome to get to where you are. Here's the next quote. It says, I don't think we set and achieve goals in an effort to become happy. We do it because we are happy and want to expand our own happiness. Right? So again, I want you to check in. Are you reaching for your goals? I'm going to paraphrase this quote. Are you reaching for your goals in an effort to become happy? Are you waiting on those things outside of you to experience joy? Are you telling yourself, I can't be joyful, happy, relaxed, feel good about myself, show up confidently online until blank? And if so, I want you to just check in. Why is that? Who told you that? And is it serving you? Serving you, when I say that, is it leaving you feeling expanded? Is it leaving you feeling motivated? Is it leaving you feeling excited about the work that you're doing? And if not just check in. Here are the three journal prompts that I have for you guys in regards to this book. I told you it was going to be a really quick overview of the book. I really do want you to read it. Um, I'm a little bit embarrassed to say I actually need to look this up, but there's a phrase in the book that they introduced me to, and it's either hedonic adaptation or adonic adaptation. And that's the problem with me listening to the book and not reading it. Um, I need to look up it, but it's an adaptation that we have in the human brain in which when we get to a goal, uh, when we say reach the top of a mountain, we then see from that mountaintop that there's a higher mountain and all of a sudden we want to climb on that mountain, right? It's this 
how we adapt, right? Think about when you were a kid again and somebody gave you even a dollar, right? At one point, a dollar was like, oh my gosh, I can get Tic Tacs at 7-Eleven. And that was so exciting. Just getting the Tic Tacs at 7-Eleven, so exciting, right? And then a dollar wasn't exciting anymore. And then $5 was exciting. And then that wasn't exciting anymore, right? And then it incrementally grew and grew and grew, right? That is what that adaptation is. And that's what's in our human brain. And so that's why, again, it's so lovely and it serves us so much more to measure ourselves against where we've been because you are always going to want more. We are wired that way and there's nothing wrong with that. But on our way, on our journey, let's enjoy the journey. Let's take inventory of all the things that we've done that have gotten us this far, that have helped us on our journey, that have just added to the fruitfulness of where we're going, right? It it was because of all the things that happened in your life up to now that are creating, stirring up the new goal that's in ha- ahead of you now, right? So take a deep breath, my friend. Take the pressure off. Check in and be so excited about where you've come from and how far you've come, right? When is the last time you've done that? We've done the hype file episode, scroll back, go look back in the episodes and find that one. That's a fantastic episode. If you're wanting a way to cheer yourself on, right? You want some more self-love. Self-love goes so much deeper, in my opinion, than, you know, it's, it's, it's funny. It's like, it's just feeling good about yourself, but it's so much more than just feeling good about yourself and loving yourself. When we feel good about ourselves and love ourselves genuinely, what kind of person shows up in the world? What kind of effort do you produce from that place? Right? That's what we're going after. I want you to feel so encouraged because from that place, oh my gosh, it's so amazing what we create versus creating out of lack, versus creating out of fear, versus creating out of need of competition or comparing ourselves and grinding ourselves into the ground without, without true love of where we've come from, right? And as always, my friends, take what sticks to you, leave the rest. I get real passionate and this book I really, truly enjoyed. And so if you enjoy this podcast episode, I really hope that you go and you listen or you read this book. Before we head out, if you if that was all you needed, fantastic. Have a beautiful rest of your week. I'm going to give you three journal prompts. Um, if you want to pause it right here, if you're driving so that you can listen to them later and write them down. But I have three journal prompts. I'll also put them in the show notes for you guys for you to check in and unpack for yourself. Here's the first one. Measuring yourself against your former self, in what ways have you grown, gained knowledge, or overcome hard circumstances? Here's the second one. What would your 16-year-old self be surprised and delighted to know about you now? Here's your third one. What about this experience is working? So I want you to think about an experience that right now feels challenging for you. We're specifically going to choose the hard thing. What about this tough experience is working? What are you learning about your needs, strengths, or what you do not want as a result of this experience? Again, all three of these questions are in the show notes. If you're driving, rewind it, listen to one, pause it, do some self-talk. Maybe bring this to a loved one, your girlfriend, whoever it is. Talk these out with someone that you care about and trust. 
But these are three different questions to help you unpack different ways to measure yourself in the game to see how far you've come and how we can even look at what we would call adverse or difficult situations as blessings in disguise, right? As teachers, why not, right? If it's happening, what can we learn from it as a result? How can we use it? I hope that this podcast episode served you, my friends. If you're new to the podcast, use this break, our season break right here. We're ending season four as an opportunity to go back and listen to the other episodes and get ready for season five. I hope that you've been so well. I'm sending you so much love, my friends. See you later. Mm -hmm.